welcome back to the Confessions of a Crappy Christian Podcast, a place where you and all of your crap are not just welcome, you're wanted. I'm your host, Blake Gishay, and every week I'm showing up with a new friend to talk about the things we're really great at, the ways Christ fills in the gaps on the things that we're not, and how He has been faithful to make His power perfect in our weaknesses. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered and not alone in your struggles, and that people sharing their stories pushes you to share yours. All right, let's do this. Today's interview is with Kristen Funston, a wife, mom, and author to her new book, More for Mom. Kristen encourages women in a way that is relatable and practical with a healthy dose of humor, and you're going to love her. Today we're talking about the abundance God has for mothers, the lies Pinterest tells us, and learning how to say no to things that aren't ours to take on. It's a real good one. Kristen, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I am so jazzed to be here. I'm so excited. Okay, so in even more exciting news, your book just came out. Oh my gosh, I know. It's crazy. So like by the time this interview is coming out, it's like out, out. Yes, so like in book, bookstores, yeah. in people's houses. <laughs> yeah, kind it's of, kind of more weird. for mom living your whole and holy life. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited because I'm going to tell you that I have not read it because I just got my advanced reader copy. But what I know of it, it's going to be freaking good. Oh, thank so you. Because um, those so. are like whole and holy. Like those are big words. But I love that. Like, you're stepping up and using them, like, in boldness, because there really is so much more for us than I think that we're walking in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, to get us rolling, tell us about the book, like, what it's about. Kind of give us, like, a snapshot of the book. Okay. Well, it is – it's funny you say that using big words, because – um, when I was going through, and this is kind of like insider <laughs> information, I haven't told anybody this, but when I was, um, working on, I was working with my agent actually on the book and getting ready to pitch it to publishers. And I had sent her, um, some sample chapters to read through and she got into the first chapter, which it's different. It's a little different now. And she read the sentence and, um, the sentence is still in the book. Um, so I would have to go and find it to quote it exactly. But, and it said, I was talking about how our lives are, our whole, all the different pieces of our lives complete our whole life. Um, and that our lives shouldn't be compartmentalized into the mom life and the social life and whatever. Um, and she, she told me, she stopped reading and was like, no, this is your book. We Ooh. need to repackage it. This whole, this whole and holy, everything's together is holy and authentic together as one. This is your book because this is the message. That's the hook basically. Dang. In yeah. And I was, oh, <laughs> hey, because it before it was before she was reading that chapter it was about that but it wasn't like it was I was writing at a different angle and she's like no this is we need to talk about what it means to be whole and what it means to be holy and I was like oh my gosh yes because that stems back to everything that Mm -hmm. this whole message that I want to um, share with moms and it's this message that 
we have more available for us than is needed from us, even though it doesn't feel like it in our day to day um, with the give, give, give of motherhood. Uh, you know, you're in the trenches like yeah. I am with yep. young kids. And, so, and yeah, um, and it's people need us all the time. Always. And so, yes, always. And Isn't so it weird that like you literally just said that, that there's more for us than is needed from us. And my whole body went, oh, yeah. I know. We we forget like how like I forget that there is more for me than is needed from me. And like Mm -hmm. you're functioning at this like rate of like there's so much needed from me. And we forget to function out of the there's the abundance. The abundance. Yes. Yeah. And so I and honestly, like this message of more for mom came because I was living life, um, from a place of depletion, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was giving and giving and giving, but I, there came a point where I didn't have anything else to give emotionally, spiritually, physically for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it was, I was like, no, this is, I've been, I haven't been a Christian like all my life, but I know from the little I know about scripture, that this is not how it's supposed to be. Yes. So he has, and he promises us, and promises us in scripture that he has a life of abundance available for us. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I gotta, I gotta figure out what this, what this is all about. And so, so I, I did, and yeah. I started studying scripture, and and honestly, it boils down to our identity mm. in Christ. It Doesn't it always? Like it, it always, does. it always <laughs> does. <laughs> For sure. Um, it just, it boils down to our identity and just being okay with mm. that and viewing our lives through that filter mm. and that, that lens of that we are children of Christ and he has everything we need. He has. So, Oh, yeah. so good. So like, let's, define it like without because people need to read the book Mm -hmm. like what does a whole and holy life mean for moms um well okay so honestly like the more part is going to differ in for each mom individually um because you know maybe she needs more peace or maybe this one needs more love or joy you know so what we're getting out of Christ is going to differ in the details, but honestly, like a whole and holy mom is number one, a believer in Christ and what he did for us on the cross, because this idea of wholeness stems all the way back to the garden um, with Adam and Eve in the way that we were created. And it's funny because I talk in the first part of the book, I talk a lot about food, (laughs) you know, that's not a bad thing because I love food, but, um, but it's just like when we're thinking of whole foods, the food that is in its natural state and the way mm-hmm. nature intended for it to be, or at least pretty close to it, um, it's the healthiest form of that food. And Adam and Eve and humankind, we were physically, emotionally, spiritually healthy and complete and whole in the garden when they were with each other and with God. And so that's where our lives were complete. And so that's how it's supposed to be. And so when we claim Jesus as our, our Lord and Savior, our relationship with our Creator is restored back to that place of wholeness, mm-hmm. completing us emotionally and spiritually. And so our wholeness is based on God's ability to mend 
our brokenness really and overlook our sin because of what Christ did on the cross. But, and because we're whole and complete in Christ and back in proper relationship with him, we're therefore holy. Mm -hmm. And so, and that sounds real big and bad, but it ultimately, it doesn't mean that we have to be perfect. Right. It just means that we're set apart. And so as believers in Christ sacrifice for us, Mm -hmm. we live a life that's set apart. That's different than the way our culture and the world wants us and urges us to live. So again, it's a whole and holy mom life is not a perfect life. It's just one that's different because we're following Christ and living a life that's worthy of the calling he's placed on us. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. Like, thank you. What I love is that your book is about what's for us rather than what is needed from us. I think right Mm -hmm. now in this hustle culture that we're caught up in, it's like we're being pulled in a million different directions of what's needed from us. We have to be the best mom and the best wife, cook Pinterest-worthy meals, keep our house immaculate, be a freak in the sheets, be like an incredible (laughs) wife, have a side hustle, be bringing in money. And we're like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, like no wonder we're exhausted. We are. But what's amazing about what you're saying is that even if all of those things are on your plate, even if all of those things are your reality, God still has more for us. Like Mm -hmm. there is abundance past those things and he wants to empower us to do those things well and have a whole life and it not be expected of us to do all of those things out of our own power. Right. When you were saying that, it was making me think, um, I and I actually posted about this online in a blog post. Um, it was making me think because I I'm I'm a doer. I I You're a three. I love yes. I'm an <laughs> Enneagram three. I'm a doer and I want to go after things. And um, but for a long time, I was thinking that I had to do everything. Right. Like what you just said, all the things you listed, the Pinterest meals, the freaking the sheet. You know, I was like. That I, that's ingrained in me. I need and want to do that kind of stuff and do all the things. But as I've dug into scripture, I've learned that even the Proverbs 31 woman, she didn't do everything. She only did what God put right in front of her. So, and that's what I've had to teach myself um, is that doing it all, and that's air quotes, <laughs> is really only doing what God put right in front of me yes. personally. What he has put in front of my neighbor is not what he's put in front of me. Yes. And so I'm, and again, that's a perspective shift and just taking what he is offering to me specifically. Yes. So. Well, and I love that, like that illustration of like what God's putting in front of you because I'm an eight. So we're mm-hmm. the, we're the achiever type. Yes. And, and then we're moms, which is just like a whole, like that's a full-time job on its own. And yes. so if we're putting things on our plate that don't belong there, that's when we can get depleted, depleted. Like you and I both, I mean, we've talked outside of this interview, like we have a lot on our plates. We are mm-hmm. doing a lot, but I fully believe that the things that are on my plate are what God has for me. They're the next right step because I'm not, I mean, yeah, I get tired sometimes, but I'm not in a tizzy. I'm not stretched in a million directions, but I have been in seasons where I've been putting things on my plate and taking things on as mine that weren't mine. Mm -hmm. And that's when I'm a disaster. 
Yes. And, and I feel like I can feel God like, um, that's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. And you can, a lot of times we can really feel that. And so I, when you were saying that I, okay. And I'm also a yes person. If somebody asks me to do something, I want to do it. I want to do it for, I like, I'm a people pleaser. I want to do it. And I want to so, do it well. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so I, a lot of times people will ask me to do things or, you know, what do you, what do you think about, I, I don't know. It could be anything. It could be, um, change it, whether it's something big, like changing jobs or even like a small task. And I sometimes will have to stop and be like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Is this what is supposed to be put in front of me from God? Or am I just thinking that this person is, is God sending this person to me? You know, so there's this element of discernment, which can be well, first off, it's annoying <laughs> that we have to, that we have to, and it's not crystal clear all the time, but sometimes it is, you know, and I have to step back and say, nope, you know, yeah. that's, I can't do that for you. It's not my time. It's not, you know, it's just not time. For and me I think that, that that is a really like simple, complex, but simple way to experience the abundance God has for us is like doing the work to sift through the things that are in front of us and like ask God to tell us if it's ours or not. Mm -hmm. You know, because like there are things, like I literally just on Sunday stepped off of like a planning team that mm -hmm. I was on at church because I had jumped in without really like using that discernment and it was yeah. and like it's a good thing like that's the hard yeah. part is that like sometimes right. we have to say no to good things yes it was a, a good lot thing. of times yeah it was a way to use my giftings I'm a retired wedding planner I know how to plan mm -hmm. an event in my sleep like so it's like this is a good thing this is a way to serve this is something I'm naturally good at so I just said yes and then I got mm -hmm. a couple of months in and I was like mm, no I'm this is not my spot this is not what I'm not supposed to and they were totally fine and receptive, but I want, like, how often are we exhausted and depleted and pulled in a million directions by our own doing? And oh, how yes. often are we not walking in the abundance God has for us because we're trying to be everything to everyone? Mm -hmm. That's not in the Bible anywhere. <laughs> like, like who told us we have to do it? like when did we put, pick that up like pinterest pinterest, pinterest is the one who told us <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so funny um i actually talk about pinterest in the book because uh i have a love hate relationship with it yeah but, yeah it's it's yeah i yeah i just use it as a tool mm -hmm. and like that's it like I think that's healthy. Yeah. I think that's great. I know. Okay, so <laughs> what, time where I used to just scroll it, but now I'm like, and like you're, it's just I, like I go to it when I need something. Yes, exactly. Yes. So. What? Okay, so let's talk like real life outside of taking things on that aren't ours. Mm -hmm. Like, what are some of the lies that we have to be letting go of to experience this whole and holy life that God has for us? Gosh, um, I, when I kind of touched on it a little bit ago, when I started talking about the original, um, plan with the book, when I was working with my agent, um, it, but honestly, I think that a, one lie in, for me, I, I lived this for a long time is that our lives are segmented mm. into the mom life and the social life and the work life, um, and that they are compartmentalized, um, but they're not honestly like 
and I, I know it, it's easier said than done, but but our our work and our social lives, everything blends together to create this one whole and complete life um, in in Christ. And so it's and again that goes back to our identity, you know, um, such and lies that we believe about our worth. Mm-hmm. And I'm as a three. I'm going back to the three. <laughs> like I, I, I struggle with this because I, there, this lie that I often live that my worth is based on the quality of my work, mm-hmm. um, and that I have to always, always be doing something or giving to and for others. Um, and sometimes that, and I used to believe this, and then. I, I don't anymore because <laughs> I kind of looked for the answer in scripture and I couldn't find it. But is that motherhood is the highest calling from God? You know, it. I, I hate to say it because I'm a mom and I love my kids, but it's not my highest calling. Um, it is not the highest calling. Nowhere in scripture does it say that um, being a mother is amazing and magnificent, but Every call that God puts on our life, whether it's motherhood or not, is a high call because it comes from him. Mm -hmm. You know, like not everybody's going to be a mom, Mm -hmm. you know, not everybody's going to be a wife. Not everybody's going to get their dream job or become the next like superstar if that's what they want to do, you know. So but every call is a high call because it comes from God. And so, yeah, um, but I fall into that trap of believing, you know, like motherhood is the biggest, best thing I'll ever do in my life. And I'm, I'm like, wait, no, it isn't. Yes, it, it is great. It's and like yes, a both and. It is amazing. But, and yes, I'm raising these, these little people to become hopefully <laughs> non-delinquent citizens, but <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and that's amazing. And it's a high call, but every call from God is high. Oh, and so that. that's so good. I think so many moms probably need to hear that. Yeah. Like, I had this identity epiphany like a month ago. Okay. So think about like yourself as like a puzzle, right? And so okay. to me, my identity was puzzle pieces. It was, I am a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a podcaster. I'm a business owner. I'm a friend. I'm a sister. I'm a, did I say wife? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a wife. <laughs> yeah. And then like the, one of like the bigger puzzle pieces was child of God. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, that's how I was seeing myself. But as I've like really dug in on this idea of identity, I realized that my identity is one puzzle piece and it's my, it's a child of God. Mm -hmm. Those are things that I do. I am like, I, I mother and I, Mm -hmm. I wife, what's the verb for wife? Like, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) what? Wife it? Wife it? Wife it? Wifing? I don't know. (laughs) But like my identity, the whole thing, top to bottom, 100% is a child of God. That is Mm -hmm. a freaking game changer. Yes. That changes everything because I'm functioning as a mother who is a child of God. Uh Uh-huh. Not like 50-50. It's not like 50% child of God, 50% mom. The whole thing is I am a being who was worth dying on the cross for. Mm-hmm. And he empowers me to do all of these things. And like the previous picture that I had of it being all these puzzle pieces, that wasn't a bad thing. None of them mm-hmm. were were bad puzzle pieces, but it was still exhausting. <laughs> yes. Functioning yes. out of that. And like 
I don't like I don't know where that thought process came from that it, like you know what I mean oh I know exactly what you mean well um in in research for this book I did I was looking up compartmentalization and how our why our brains do that on it like it boils down to the fact that our brains it's a defense mechanism mm-hmm. for our brains that they do that naturally on their own. Um, but we just have to know that they do that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that we can really understand the whole of our identity. It's funny. Um, as you were talking, I was thinking about (laughs) food (laughs) again, (laughs) again, but I like think of a loaf of bread too. You know, we can use this, uh, where each, uh, segment of our life is like an ingredient. And, but if you think about bread, like, the yeast or the flour, like none of that's good on its own, Mm. you know, but together when they're all mixed in and, you know, everything is like completely blended, I guess is the right word. Um, it makes one whole tasty and nourishing loaf. Um, and so, and it's that loaf of bread can feed so many people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like the flour and, on its own is like I don't I don't want to eat that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nobody wants to eat that. Before. Right, right. Yeah, unless you're unless you're my three year old, she will eat it on. <laughs> yeah, three year olds don't count. <laughs> no, they don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's like if Jesus is involved too, that bread can feed thousands. Amen. So, yeah, yeah, that's it's, so good. I love that idea of like that we aren't just one thing; that we are the culmination of all of these things but at the end of the day it's mm-hmm. like who Je- who Jesus says we are yeah you know so cool. so cool well people definitely need to read your book obviously i am pumped to jump into it Yay. um we are going to close out with our rapid fire questions and you've already answered the first one but i want to talk about it more okay cuz that is what what are you on the enneagram you're a 3 I am a three for sure. My next, um, the next number, and this is when, before I took it, I was like, oh no, I'm a seven. And then I was like, well, maybe I'm a three. No, I'm a seven. No, I'm yeah, a three. That's so, super normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's good to know. <laughs> so I, I'm a three. And then the next number on the list was seven, mm-hmm. but, but I don't know my wing. I'm kind of confused about wings. Like I kind of go back and forth thinking I'm a wing two or a wing four. I don't know. So your wing is only the two types on either side of your number. So as a three, you could either have a two or a four, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. I just don't know which one of those it is. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. And that, I mean, the journey of that is like just digging into those types and like figuring out what you identify with the most of those types. Is it like a need to be understood or a need to help others? It's probably. To help others, I would think. I would think so. Yeah. Three wing four are very interesting. Okay. Things. Not to say that you're not interesting, because you totally <laughs> are. But, like, that achiever. Like, three wing two is, like, relatively common. Because it's like, I'm going to be the best at helping people. Oh, okay. You know? Three okay. wing four is this weird dichotomy of, like, being understood while also being the best. It's, vi- like, it's kind of like a nine wing eight. Like, I want peace, but also I'm really good at conflict. Like, that's like, what? <laughs> like, those things, like, don't, like, oil and water. You know what I mean? That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to look into it. Yeah. Uh, the next question is, what is something that can always pull you out of a funk? 
I'm going to go ahead and say the soundtrack to The Greatest Showman. Oh, heck yes. <laughs> Same. I mean, how can how can it not? Uh, Have my, you watched my... the like behind the scenes videos when they were like the workshop to get the movie greenlit? Yes, the I, what, the This Is Me video. I, I ball every time. Me too. <laughs> me and the too. one where like Hugh Jackman had like the nose, the skin cancer, and wasn't supposed to sing, and then like can't help right. himself. Yes, oh, yes, it's all good. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, it's embarrassing. I straight up will. If it's whether it's on the TV or on the computer, if I have a video uh, watching that, I'm like straight up in the background, like oh, just same. get my groove on. And my kids are dancing around with me because they love it just as much. Yeah. It's funny. My oldest daughter is like, um, Dad, you know, if mom is ever in a bad mood, just put on the greatest showman soundtrack. I'm like, yeah, actually, that would work. Yeah. <laughs> so my answer for this question, which like I've said multiple times on the show, is I have a very carefully and intentionally curated broadway youtube playlist oh yes Uh, we must be soul sisters (laughs) (laughs) and those two videos are on there and they're usually my Mm go-to are like to watch one of those or there's one weird outlier on the playlist and it's the video of jimmy fallon and bradley cooper where they couldn't they couldn't stop laughing on the on his (laughs) the late night show if you've never watched it, you need to go watch it. I haven't. It. I need to go look at it. I will that. send you the link. They Please they do. They're talking about something super serious, and they cannot pull it together. It's a 10-minute segment that got cut from the show because they're just, like, falling out laughing. And it just makes That's me amazing. every single time. And That's- so the last question is, what is the last thing you watched on TV? Blacklist. Oh! oh I, I know. Blacklist. I know. It's I'm not crazy. caught up though, so don't tell me anything. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not caught up either. So my husband and I, we don't watch a lot of TV. We haven't had, it's kind of a new thing now is to not have cable, yeah. but we haven't had cable for maybe 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> so we, all we've ever done is watch Netflix or movies. Um, so we don't watch a lot of stuff on the TV. The kids will jump on and watch a movie, but we, and we can't watch Blacklist in front of the kids. And right. <laughs> so we always have to wait for the kids to go to bed. And then, um, but and my husband goes to bed real early, like 8.30, 8, Ooh. if he can get away with it. Just because yeah. he, he wakes up early for work. Um, and so if by chance the kids are in bed, then we'll, um, we'll pull it up on Netflix. So um, we're not in the last season that's out there, but... The second to last season, we're still so catching up, but oh my gosh, I love it! It's like addictive. So, yes, Raven Reddington is like he's amazing, the coolest dude. <laughs> I love him. I know. But I feel the same way. Murder, it's weird. Right, right, right. Yeah, murder, mine is all of the really horrible things that he does. Yeah, <laughs> Kristen, thank you so much for taking the time to share all of this like incredible wisdom about like what God has for us as mothers. Um, yeah. If you can share with people where to find and follow you and find your book. Yeah, well, you can find my book at moreformombook.com. Um, it's on my website as well, kristenfunston.com. Um, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram's my fave. And yeah. so I'm K Funston on Instagram. And then you can find me at Kristen D, as in Dorman, my uh-huh. maiden name, Funston on Facebook. So, Is your book going to be like on Amazon or anything? 
Yes, it's okay. on Amazon. It's Barnes and Noble, um, ChristianBook.com, Target, Walmart. Like, uh, yeah, so exciting! I know it's crazy. It's so weird. Well, we'll, we <laughs> this is how you know that God uses like the least of the like the people who are not qualified oh, is the fact that he used me to share this message. But I'm so grateful. I'm so excited. We're gonna link to all of that in your show notes which you can always find at confessionsofacrappychristian.com. Kristen, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. I had fun. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Confessions of a Crappy Christian podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, and you can find the show notes and more information about the show at confessionsofacrappychristian.com. I'll see you all next week. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Start a rewarding new career right away. Giant Eagle has immediate openings for supermarket positions, including curbside roles, get-go positions, pharmacy technicians, and warehouse workers. To find your new job and get hired in as little as one day, visit jobs.gianteagle.com.